Islam, to my Moors and to um, all the listeners across the world, you're live listening to um, Brother Eel on the Brother Eel Talk Show. And today we got a serious topic, um, local topic, about the Pontiac School District and the school board. I received some sad information earlier today. So the young man, Cleante Brown, Cleante Brown, um, uh, and I just heard today that he's getting ready to turn himself in to serve two years um, for a gun case. And it's upsetting because I just said I was offered a job at Pontiac School District to coach by Coach O'Neill. And, you know, I was mad at my business checking up on my son at uh, Pontiac Middle School, which I'm definitely, me and my wife has came to grips that this is not the environment that we want to raise this son in, our middle um, little prince, because of the environment is not conducive. The social behavior is unacceptable, and you don't have enough parents that's focused on setting goals for their children to be successful men and women um, and leaders of our great nation and of the world. Um, this is the 21st century. We got entire cities being being built outer space. We're going on trips to Mars. We got commercial flights to the moon. I mean, technology is here. And we just don't have time to be watching um, our son and our young ladies at the schools um, twerking on TikTok. That's not cool. They on Instagram twerking at 11, 12, and 13 years old. And I haven't seen enough parents that's serious about um, correcting that behavior. Um, I've seen parents gather up talking about cell phones and hoodies uh, while the cell phones is being used as a weapon of distraction for our children. Uh, but going back, um, I was denied the, the job and I was told to appeal um, so I have a chance to go in front of the school board, which it never happened. And you're talking about this is Brother Izzel. I mean, um, I brought over a hundred. I, I helped secure over a hundred million dollars to keep the Pontiac Public Schools open, and I did this as a favor. And it took us three different times to make this happen, and I did it from a pure purpose. I mean, I was looking at the classrooms. It was ninety degrees when school started in the classroom, and I brought it to the attention of the um, public servants that this is a liability against the institution, and it is. Um, a dangerous situation for our student population and no child should be placed in this type of um, environment and so um, this inspired uh, this was right around the time when it was um, exp um, the original bonds and just expired and it was time to go off for a new one and it took us three different times um, to pass the sinking fund millage um, including a few other millages um, homestead and 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 that went over a hundred million dollars um, back into our schools. The schools are getting ready to deteriorate. The building was over. Um, most of our building was over fifty, sixty years old. The infrastructure was weak. It couldn't last another um, another winter. So people like myself and 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 William A. Carrington, trustee, um, we got out here and we grinded, and we went through all kind of adversity. Um, we even had to go to committee of 50 and, and really beg people to help us. Um, I remember going in front of the uh, Oakland County Commissioner um, meeting and, and laying out the truth 
um, applying more science, letting them know that all men, all things are connected by divine courts and that we need their support to go out and be ambassadors and advocate for the students at the Pontiac School District that they deserve funding um, so they can receive a quality education right here at home. Um, and so, like I said, this is Brother Israel. We're talking about a guy that turned around and wrote a check, donated donated, donated money, personal finances to the district. Um, and you're talking about a guy that took basically the sports program under his wing, fed children, trained children, um, um, made sure kids had ride to schools, um, to practices. We're talking about deep end. You're even talking about um, I sat down with the state rep, uh, state department, uh, treasury department um, that was at the Pontiac School District, the consultant, the guy who controlled the budget and approved the budget. And I went to him, looked him in his eye and said, listen, $300,000 for an athletic program is a bunch of bullshit. Um, and I need $300,000 just to be able to run my AAU program. You're talking about for an entire district. There's no way that we can be serious about producing scholar athletes and ensuring that children, our student athletes, have an opportunity to earn a scholarship um, on the next level. And it was a joke because... There's no way that we can prepare, we can train, we can educate them to produce uh, the desired result, which was just doing our job and producing scholar-athletes. And so, like I said, this is Brother Ian. I have a whole host of history of fighting for the institution and the student population. Um, I've been fighting um, for a quality education, a global education, an education that's tailored to the global economy, and ensuring that our children have an opportunity to go out there and be able to compete with um, with other entrepreneurs all over the world. And to keep our great country strong and to keep our economy sustainable. Um, and so, like I was saying, uh, one day I was mad at my business and tending to my child's business at school. And I was offered a job opportunity. And I thought it was great. I know in my background with two felonies. Um, two unconstitutional convictions. Um, one was in 2008. Um, I caught a CCW case and, 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 and was prosecuted and convicted um, illegally and unlawfully um, due to the fact of my ignorance of the law and of my rights and ineffective assistance of counsel. So obviously we're challenging that in the federal court at this time. Um, secondly, in 2011, um, I was prosecuted and 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 um, for um, drugs under 50 under 50 grams uh, possession manufacturing, um, and that was done. Um, and I was convicted, prosecuted, and convicted in 2014 um, after a three-year battle um, that was wear and tear and wore me down. Um, and that was done illegally and unlawfully and unconstitutionally. Why? I was deprived of due process by Judge Alexander out there at Oakland County. In fact, I pulled the cover off and showed the fraud um, and actually went to the federal court and challenged and lost due to failure to state a claim for which relief can be granted. And what that means is that I was fishing. I didn't really know um, what I know today um, to be able to defend at that level. Um, but I was willing to try. So I was offered a job to coach. 
um, at the high school, ninth grade coach. And I knowing I had a felony, I was encouraged, inspired, and motivated by William A. Carrington that has multiple drug felonies um, and also was elected as a school board trustee with multiple felonies. Um, and my life worked over the last six, seven years. My humanitarian work, my philanthropy work has been about reversing the unfortunate situations that happened to myself and every and most of the people that I know graduated me with me and after me um, from 2011 up to now. It was my intent to end the prison prep program through the products and services, um, especially through our nonprofit program um, and our missionary work that we instituted into this community, the Brother Ill Renaissance, basically. And um, I was denied due to my background check, and I appealed that um, as instructed. And you would think with Sherman Williams being the president, you would think with William Carrington being on the board, um, Kenyatta Bowman, which is obviously an enemy, um, Michael McGinnis, uh, who was pretty much on this, he said he was going to roll with whatever the district decided, which was fine. And the district, uh, from my understanding, uh, gave the necessary support by giving the recommendation for me to be hired. Um, uh, uh, Shaquana Davis, uh, the so-called Muslim, um, and then you have Carol Turpin, which obviously is not a friend nor a supporter. And we pretty much knew that she was against us because she's always been an agent for destruction and genocide. I mean, look how long has she been on the board and how many children have been destroyed under her leadership and sold to Michigan Department of Correction and Oakland County Detention Center and probation, um, the probation industry and parole industry. She has been a pioneer at, at ensuring that our children be locked up and sold to back into slavery. Um, and so let's look deeper into this thing. And so um, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I name everybody. Sherman Williams, Kenyatta Bowman, William Carrington, Carol Turpin, Mike McGinnis, and Shaquana Davis. And there's one more that I can't think of. Uh, oh, 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 oh. And the brother, supposed to be a good brother, um, Kevin Tober, Kerry Tober, which is totally fake. All, all of them is totally, absolutely full of bullshit. And so um, the support was supposed to be there. Wow, I've been the consistent since I ran for office um, at ensuring that the Pontiac School District um, had an ambassador, had an, um, an advocate. Um, I mean, we secured over $100 million to keep the schools open. I mean, if that's not saying enough, I don't know what is. So when it was time to come and provide me with reciprocal support, they shunned away from it. And here's, and here's exactly what they did. So um, the, the so-called chief of security, um, Val Gross, which is an absolute agent clown, um, a black actor, a fraud. And he asked me, he said, so I want to know specifically about your 2008 gun case. And what do you think about that? And my honest answer was, well, in 2008, I didn't know I had a right to bear arms. And so when I got pulled over, my lack of knowledge uh, dictated my behavior. And therefore, I was trying to conceal a weapon 
when all I had to do was just raise my hands up and let the um, other public service, which was the Michigan State Police, um, let them know that it was, you know, that I had my firearms in the vehicle. Um, it was no reason for me to hide a, um, a gun. It, it was no reason at all. Uh, the Constitution of the Second Amendment declares that I had, a, I have a, we Americans have a pre-existing um, right, which we call a birthright to bear arms, and that right shall not be infringed by the government or the representative government, not in this Republican form of government, which, as you all should know, that the American Constitution is a, is a, is a, re, is a constitutional republic. And a republic means of the people, for the people, and by the people. This is who they work for, us. And so I gave them an honest answer. And it's our job um, as teachers in, in the public school district to teach our children um, exactly what the Constitution means and how it protects their pre-existing rights. Um, if they're citizens, we're talking about American citizens um, of the Republic United States of North America. Um, and what happened is he went back to the board and said that I said that um, a felon has a right to bear arms. And that was not my statement, and it was an inaccurate statement. Um, and, 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 and what they did was um, just absolutely ignored my appeal and my right to due process by law. Um, and so, uh, um, it just disappeared. The whole opportunity just disappeared. It was very embarrassing, um, very frustrating and, and, and very funny on top of it all. I, obviously what I bring to the table is, is, is of high value and my skill set and services that I provide as an asset. If you look at my record, you know, you can follow me on, um, Instagram at brother L underscore uh, at brother underscore L thirteen um, at Instagram and you can just see six seven years worth of um, value worked um, um, at developing talent at ensuring that talent is on the proper stages and prepared to go to put them in a position to go to college for free. We produce Division one athletes and that's our focus scholar athletes. Um, and we've invested well over hundreds of thousands of dollars um, year after year for a seven-year period. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I was offered an opportunity to coach at the high school level to help develop the talent, to prepare them to win. And not only to win, but on a, on a court, but in the classroom, my focus is always producing scholar-athletes. Um, and I'm a very detailed person. No matter what I do, and so once I focus on something, I'm going to get the job done. Um, but the fake relationships has to end. The death of the school district has to come about. Because what the school district, and, the, and including the, uh, uh, the Board of Education, has been allowed to do is commit genocide, acts of willful genocide against our children. Cleontae Brown went from high school superstar, winning the district championship, now he's going to turn himself in in less than a week. They're going to serve two years in prison, one year after high school, after he graduates. And this has been going on since I graduated, and I'm pretty sure before. Um, and I graduated in 2003. It's now 2020. That's 17 years ago. So for 17, for at least 17-year period, 
Um, Reese Durkels is dead. Quan De La Hunte went served 10 years in prison. Thunder Miles Hill served 10 years, four months in prison. Anthony Rogers went to go serve 10 years in prison. Piante Manley did four, four years in prison. Um, Derek Ponder served five or six years in prison. Jermaine Branner served seven, eight years in prison. Um, um, let me see. Cav, um, a man's uh, slate, Kevin McCullen, is, is dead from suicide. Um, <sighs> Lil Ray, he out in the street selling drugs. Um, and I can keep going. I can keep naming people. And as they come, as a, as the thoughts come to my mind, I'll continue to put that out here. Where is Ricky Morgan and what is he doing? Where um, are all the af and, and look at Antonio Bonds. He's poor. He's in the street. He has no skills. He has no uh, credentials to increase his income and revenues to be able to take care of him, himself, and his children. So therefore, he has no connection with his children, as he should be. Um, so this children is growing up without an intelligent dad with the skill sets to create finances for himself and solidify a future and secure a future for his children. I mean, look at what the Pontiac School District and the Board of Education and this community Pontiac has been doing for years. Michael Covington tried to open up gyms at the Pontiac School District. Um, Chris Riley, Nobert Mosley, and of course, Brother Izzel, John Cantrell, each and every one of us, they've denied us the opportunity to open up the doors that we own. We own the Pontiac School District. We own the state of Michigan. We own all public offices. And we and our rights to ownership have been deprived and transferred under color of law in violation of 18 United States Code Section 24. Section 242, where it states um, the previation of rights of under color of law is illegal, unlawful. You can be fined and imprisoned. But however, when you intentionally uh, misinform and uneducate and don't educate an entire community for years after years after years, then you have people like Jessica R. Cooper and Michael Bashar continue to prey on the on the on the backs of our children continue to pray and eat our children alive and sell our children on the auction blocks and, and, and into MDOC and and, and, and and OCJ into all these parole and probation programs that are making multi billions and billions of dollars off our children. And so what we have is a rogue uh, um, um, a genocidal system, the prison, the school to prison program um, that we must eradicate. I stepped out um, a few years ago and, and, and I wasn't afraid to say it's my intent to end this culture, this system. In fact, I even brought up on camera that when we secured $100 million that we create programs that creates relationships and, and, and community benefits for the very same impoverished people that we serve. And so with that $100 million that's, that's going into infrastructure to put paint on the wall, to change out tiles, to do new parking lots, to fix the boilers, to fix the lights, etc., 
um, the landscaping opportunities, et cetera, what we could have did is went to Lee Construction and Oakland Schools and Pontiac Job Link and say, hey, we already have a partnership. So let's activate it and ensure that the parents of the Pontiac School District have an opportunity to, to go to internships and apprenticeships and, and, and develop the necessary skills they need to create revenue, to create income that's taxable income to where they pay their taxes and that's giving money and that's creating um, a tax revenue flow that goes right back into our, our, our government um, our government to strengthen our services. And so we had a, I had a wraparound vision and a wraparound model that would have had been the responsible thing to do to create this level of programming. This school board superintendent, Kelly Williams, ignored me. The school board um, trustee, William Carrington, ignored me. Nobody, Brenda Carter, ignored me. These people knew um, our intent to not only run our renaissance program, but revitalize and restore our community economics to ensure that every Pontiac citizen, the people of Pontiac, have first dibs on the money that's theirs, right? on the money that's theirs, and what a way to come back out to the community and say, hey, here's the responsible thing that we did with your money, right? But instead, they cut us out of the economy. They cut us out, just like now they're cutting us out. There's a lot of economic activity going on in the city of Pontiac, but where is the so-called African-American felon population at in this whole economic boom? Are we a part of it, or are we a part of the gentrification? And we know that answer. And, and we know it, but what's going on is that we got too many cowards. We got too many cowards and we got too many people distracted from the truth. Death to the school board. We must eradicate the Pontiac School District because it's running a prison, uh, a school to prison pipeline. So instead of producing scholar athletes, what we've been doing at an all time high is producing prison inmates and parolees and probationers. That's what we've producing. We've been, we have uh, been allowing the Pontiac schools to fuel crime and nobody is saying anything. We got people like Carol Turpin. Carol Turpin shouldn't be holding any office. In fact, we should be launching a petition to recall her tomorrow. And any other um, elected representative that's supposed to be representing the people's interests and not depriving the people of their interests, right? And then we need to address the population, the, 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 the parents, the, 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 the so-called citizen, when their role as um, the auditors their role as the hiring and firing managers, their roles as the superior authority, is, is their office is vacant. And, 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 and due to the vacancy, um, the authority has been usurped and the roles has been reversed. And so it's, it's, it's enough of the fake-ass politics in the city of Pontiac. If we desire to see real change, then we have to be the real change that we desire. We have to do exactly what Trump is doing. We have to do exactly what the Democrats is doing. And that's taking action. 
We have to say what we mean and mean what we say. And we actually have to apply a science in unity. The last time we, the last time that it was an issue on the floor as it relates to the Youth Recreational Center and the uh, Youth Rec Fund that we chose to apply here, we went to the tab board with over 100 people behind us and on the side of us. And it was standing room alone. And the presence of the people alone, nobody wanted to deal with that. And everything that we was looking to get accomplished, it got accomplished. But what we have is traitors amongst us. Yes, they're selling you out. The Carol Turpins, the Deidre Watermans, the, the, um, all of them. All of them are guilty as charged, even at the county level. Okay? I ask you right now to challenge them. Right? What are you doing to ensure the economic sustainability of the people of Pontiac? What are you doing to change the reality of the 30.1% of people living below the poverty line with the 52.1% of so-called African-Americans in the community in one of the most wealthiest counties in America? What are we talking about here? We're talking about fraud on its face. I want you to look up 18 United States Code Section 242. I want you to look that up. And you tell me what you discover. We're talking about people acting under the color of law to deprive you, to discriminate against you. That's actually a violation of the Michigan, um, the Michigan Code of Professional Conduct, right? Um, which talk about, uh, um, pro, uh, what's the term I'm looking for, y'all? Professional misconduct is a violation of the law. And anytime that any elected official takes a constitutional oath, that is a binding contract. That means they work for you, they sign their name, they sworn their allegiance. You have every right to hold them accountable. You have every right to direct them to do their job, okay? And what people have been able to do is dance around your ignorance because you don't know, which creates ignorance. You are incompetent and when you're incompetent, your rights can be, um, um, what's the term I'm looking for? Um, you could be disqualified because you're incompetent to inherit the estate because you don't know that you're the authority. And, and, and if you don't know that, then you give up your rights as the authority, right? And they've been able to take advantage of you. Why do you think, um, in fact, um, Brother Ill and Chris Roddy via Disguise the Limit um, program, we created Pile. I was invited to the table to the sheriff relations team through Frank Russell. And when I got in there, you had a bunch of preachers. You had the chief judge. You had the Oakland County Commissioner at that time, David Bowman. You had a representative from the school board. And you had the sheriff of Oakland County. And you had Captain Miller, rest in peace. And you had the federal aid and the state aid there as well. And all I heard was uh, Sheriff from the preachers, Sheriff, wherever you want to take us, we're just going to roll on the wagon. And the first thing, my introduction was, hey, I'm here to ensure that uh, my Moorish American community constitutional secure rights are protected, insured, and guaranteed. And I'll never forget Captain Miller said, everyone, constitutional secure rights are protected here in Oakland County. 
Unfortunately, these so-called black people and black leaders don't have a goddamn clue of what I'm talking about. Anytime you bring up constitution to them, they throw the Bible and Jesus at you and don't even know Jesus. Jesus is a Latin term. The word Jesus is a Latin term for justinus, which means justice, equality, fairness, balance, harmony, and peace. Right? So they have no goddamn clue. That's why I don't deal with Democrats in Pontiac because it's fake. It's fictitious. It's bullshit. In Pontiac, under a Democratic leadership, you have more foreigners from all over the world here eating up your economy, your economics, your revenues and finances. In fact, they didn't build a pipeline to redirect the revenues right out of Pontiac. And they've been doing this shit for years, for generations, under L. Bush Patterson regime. And so, and then everybody around here want to look at, oh, this is the parents' fault. It's this, it's that. We're lazy. We're not doing this. No, you're being deprived. You're being deprived. You're being intentionally um, developed to be, to have a criminal mind state, right? To foster the felony element, right? And now you're a convicted felony and you now... All the big businesses can legally discriminate against you. And this has been the system. And now you can't tap in and you don't have the necessary skills to actually continue to develop um, your business, your entrepreneur uh, um, um, part of your character and excel in that area because you've been deprived of a quality education due to lack of resources and people have been stealing from you. I mean, people been stealing. That's why I laugh. I may never forget my partner, uh, a good friend of mine, Gil Garrett, said he was talking to the kid at the Midnight Basketball for Sheriff Powell that we created. We created Sheriff Powell. We created the Oakland County Sheriff Powell. The sheriff said, hey, I want to, under the Obama administration, he said, hey, I would like to, we have a federal mandate, we have federal funds, and and we have to um, deal with the community and build a better relationship between local law enforcement and the community. As this was an Obama, um, and this was, was a President Obama initiative. And, and so um, they knew sports was the way in. We had a very huge and impactful and effective youth sports scholar athletes program. And instead of what they call reinventing the wheel, they just adopted our model. And we helped construct it from the ground up. It was just me and Pastor Jones in the room. I brought my team in. He gave some suggestions. And you look up, they got this thing, one of the biggest programs in the city of Pontiac, and they still can't run it right. And everybody else takes credit for the work we did. No, we did that. We did that. We brought the Pistons into the community. We brought Flagstar, PNC, and these other banks in the community. We opened up the first school bank at the Pontiac Library. Um, we fed over 2,100 kids breakfast and lunch. Um, we took droves and droves of kids all over the country to many different kinds of educational um, enrichment activities and field trip. We exposed them to the next level of what life is talking about. Um, we brought in uh, Primerica. We brought in Park West Galleries. We brought in Michigan State 4-H Extension. We brought in STEM from GM. We brought in, um, whew, we had archery. We had arts and crafts. We brought in some churches. I mean, we brought in financial literacy. We brought in this uh, Community Reinvestment Act funds. This is how um, 
flag started announced the 10 million that's supposed to come to the community. We brought the mayor in. We brought um, 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 when we joined the mayor's campaign, we ensured that the first uh, Moorish or so-called African-American female mayor got an office in the city of Pontiac. We secured her second term. We brought her out to our community. We let her see all the kids, meet all the parents, meet all the adults. And people didn't even know what the hell a mayor was or who they looked like. Um, and that's how she got in office. I mean, come on now. Um, I got big awards, youth development committee awards. I got the transitional. I got so much stuff. It's, un it's, it's just ridiculous. Seven years of hard-earned sweat in tears, sweat equity, personal finances, went into taking Pontiac through a, um, a financial transition, going from bankruptcy to stabilizing to pushing for allowing Pontiac to recover, reheal, and restore. Um, after we had been robbed, pillaged, our assets and, 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 and everything had been stripped away from us, our water resource, we used to control our own water. That was taken away. Everything of value and importance, property, water, anything that was an asset was taken away by the county and controlled by the county right now. Um, and I was in there. Like I say, so a lot of work went into this thing. We, 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 we put Pontiac on the map and we're very proud of that. Um, and people can't take that away from us. In fact, um, like I say, and so they seen such a, and then we, we, we even brought in Michigan Works, um, what is that called, y'all? Um, the Michigan uh, Cor Economic Corporation. We brought all in, man. We even created a workforce development initiative that I was robbed on, and it was destabilized through the efforts of Mayor Deidre Waterman, Alexandria Ryan, Marcus Bowman, and Kenyatta Bowman. And they and they single-handedly put a plan down to destabilize um our workforce development initiative that we were conducting right here in the middle of the ghetto at Arborview Village through Earth to Sea Bay. And that got approval to say, hey, we want to focus on locals, right? On local contractors to come in and tap into the wealth that's sitting right here in their community. And I was able to do it through a, uh, through a federal program called the Section 3 program that Ahmad Taylor introduced me to years ago when I used to stay over there at the um, Carrier Circle building. And he helped me get a contract for like eight, like, it was like 400 units, every carpet that a person, tenants been standing there for um, two years was eligible to get their carpet clean. It was like a potentially um, a $100,000 contract, which was obviously ruined uh, from Tom Goodman um, due to some allegations, et cetera, which that was shut down. But this is how I became knowledgeable of the Section 3 program under federal guidelines, which stated that local contractors bid come first before any outside contractors. So my, me being a local contractor, my bid would override um, foreigners, as long as I had the capacity and, and that I was able to do the job that I was hired to do. And we did that, and we generated well over a quarter million dollars within a three-year time period. And we're talking about starting off with a sponge, a mop bucket, and a and a, and a, and, a, um, and some soap. And that turned into whew, probably 75 structurally unemployed Pontiac people being able to get hired, um, trained on the job, on the job training, 
Um, we ran a re-entry program. We took cats like Nathaniel Abraham, um, Eddie DeWalt Jr., fresh out of prison, developed their skills, put them to work, and gave them a paycheck. Um, we even got some people like Marcus Bowman, long-term, full-time employment with the with with the actual uh, people that gave us the contract, Lockwood. Charles O'Neill even received uh, Charles O'Neill Bay. He even got hired in down in Detroit with the same company. Um, we, 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 we ran our YES program with the Youth Employment Services um, with my nephew Keyshawn um, and, and, and several of his um, high school homeboys was able to receive summer jobs and, and, and training, on-the-job training, really our apprenticeship program, which developed their skills in the maintenance area. Um, and also, we um, passed a federal inspection, which was the highest, um, they were scored the highest in their history um, there at that site. Arby, for, for you all that's not familiar with Arborview Village, we're talking about what they call Riverside or Sanford Arms. Um, and I took this workforce and I trained them and I developed them and I financed them. And I got them mobile enough to do work in different cities, Flint. Um, Marsh Creek, what they say, Down River, Southfield, etc. Um, we mobilized this workforce. They was doing residential properties, commercial properties, um, and it was a beautiful thing. So we went from, and I'm going to tell you where this come from. This comes from me being inspired with knowledge. The more I learn, the more I'm able to develop, um, not only myself, but those around me. The more I'm able to put my community in a better capacity to win economically. And, and I was taught by serving in government, doing my work, my civic obligation. And the more I served on the different boards, the more I was around the different discussions and the different meetings, I ended up developing an economic mind frame. Um, and that's when I knew that I was being robbed when we pushed that millage, that sinking fund millage. For the sinking fund alone was $50 million over a seven-year period just to do work in our school district. And so if it wasn't for Earth to Sea Bay teaching me the uh, property maintenance industry, I wouldn't have never even developed this type of concept. And the moment I, 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 I was awakened, I, I pitched it. I said, hey, how do we, how do we tap in, right? Um, and so I guess Lee Construction, he just sucked up all the money. Like they owed Lee so many favor, it was crazy. And so... This is what the reality is. Um, we can't get adequate. You know, so going back to the prison prep program, um, looking deeper into the prison prep program, look at Cleante Brown. He's headed to prison for two years. This kid was just winning the district championship a year ago. A year ago. Um, you had two kids from that class, uh, the DQ, D, uh, Day Cole and his cousin, they're not at Flintmont. One of them have a chance to go to Division One. So what about the other 10, 12, 15 kids? The coach, the European coach left who never had a real interest in Pontiac. He was doing it for a career push. He had some talent there to push his career. And now he's at Lake Orion, right? Um, it, it was totally – we even brought Sean Moore in about three or four years ago. Um, certified coach all over the country, known for – um, 
he's like the Rick, uh, what do you call that guy? He's like the Pat Riley of, of, of youth sports. Native of Pontiac, got the credentials. Mr. Montgomery said, fuck him. Um, and that's the level of treatment that Pontiac people was receiving. We can't even get in our own gyms. Um, I've been there every step of the way. I mean, I challenged them on the budget, um, not only this year, um, years ago. Um, I've been at the school board meeting challenging them every step of the way. I've been fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting. Um, but it's pretty hard to fight an institution by yourself. We talk about the school board and the city of Pontiac. We've been bucket. And I even went into the courts. I even went into the jails. I even went into the probation offices. I mean, I've been bucking with these people. That's how they know me. That's exactly how they know me. Um, I've been in their executive buildings. I've been in their church houses. I have been bucking. Brother Israel, go and ask them. Um, I've gotten around. I served on the Committee of 50. I served on the Oakland County Employment Diversity Council. Um, we helped start PAL. We started PAL. We recreated PAL. Um, we've ran tons of youth programs that have impacted the lives <coughs> of the entire community. Um, we've inspired the youth millage. Um, people ain't gave a damn about these children. And these children are our future. And our future is being dictated by a group of seniors. And these group of seniors' minds is, is, is on the European, and I, mean, I mean, they're like puppets. Anything the sheriffs say, Anything the, the pastors say is good to go. So they're going to ignore um, results. Um, they're going to ignore the high incarceration rate. They, I mean, even Obama told them what it was, and they totally ignored it. And so we have an issue. So we must appeal to the younger generation and say, hey, how do we get you guys on board? We must even go appeal to our senior population and say, hey, it didn't work, and it has not worked. How do we get you guys on board? We have to hold each and every elected representative. They're not government. It's a representative government. This is not my first time telling you guys this. Um, we have to hold them accountable. It's, it's a reason why charter schools are here. It's the competition. If Pontiac has not got it done, why should we be a slave to Pontiac School District? And so here's one of their biggest fighters. Here's one of their biggest investors. Here's one of their biggest advocates in Brother L. And I'm telling you, it's deaf to the Pontiac School District. It's deaf to the Pontiac School Board. We have to file a class action suit that eradicates the very existence of Pontiac School District. That's what I'm talking about. Right? For genocidal, for perpetuating and sustaining a genocidal system. That has never done us any good. In fact, I met a teacher one day. We was in a parent meeting um, uh, with Miss Jackson, who fought me, um, Berdina Jackson, who fought me, um, and was upset because I wasn't a black Negro to color person, and I actually had some education as it relates to the subject matter. I actually knew my role. You work for me, and you're here to give me a report, and you're not here to inflict any policy rule on me because a policy and a rule is a term and conditions to a contract and a contract is something you agree to. And I don't agree to colorable policies. Colorable means artificial and fake. Um, I'm here to deal with the real. And there was a teacher named named Miss Hayter. And it was funny because I was like, what are you even doing in the presence of me? I'm more. 
<laughs> and Moors, uh, <laughs> our divine laws, love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. You tell me your name is Miss Harry. But anyway, she said, Brother L, I've been here for 40 years. And I have never seen, and before she can keep going, I stopped her there. I said, you've been here for 40 years. I tell her this. I said, in 40 years, under, under your leadership, more of my people have been to prison, murdered, and poor, and homeless under your leadership in 40 years. This is what I'm talking about. You mean to tell me as people that's confident enough, arrogant enough, to look me in my eye and tell me they've been here for 40 years to do what? Doing what? What's the results within 40 years? Why is it that multiple dozens and dozens of multi-millionaires being birthed under your leadership? I'll wait. Why is it 30.1% in Pontiac that's impacting the lives of the so-called African-American community, the Moorish American community right now in one of the wealthiest counties in America? It don't even make sense. Right. What don't make sense is how do we continue to allow this? Right. And so now let's fast forward to 2019. Now, here it is. You have an opportunity to bring an asset into the district that has the ability to change the mind of our youth, the proven ability. Right. The proven ability to develop the talent, to develop the confidence, to put the work in, to go beyond beyond the scope of work to ensure that we meet the objective. And what do the first thing they do? They tell me how much they appreciate me. They tell me, fuck me. In fact, I used to work out. Um, uh, I used to see Carrie Tober all the time at the gym at Retro right here on Telegraph and Pontiac. The last time he seen me, he walked right out the door. Why? That showed me where we stood. That let me know he was not man enough. This is a guy who I have respect for. He's not even man enough. To even tell me in my face why he didn't support me. Right? And it's fine. I mean, it's obviously fine because you guys are cowards. They're cowards. They're cowards. They're not about change. They're about having a fake-ass title with a fake-ass status and produce no results. And they're able to get away with it in the city for the zombies. These motherfuckers are asleep. These motherfuckers are asleep. This is why it's so important for us to... Make sure we call me at um, 810-588-1775 or inbox me on my Facebook page, right, at Prince Ravana Miles Ill, um, facebook.com, um, or inbox uh, or, or email me at AmericanUnityEL at gmail.com to purchase or place your order for a five-gallon alkaline, uh, artesian alkaline natural spring water. We have an 8.3 pH balance. And we have uh, uh, electrolytes. We're talking about real shit coming right out the ground, real science. We got calcium, magnesium, potassium, and zinc. This has, our water has the ability to remove the waste off your brain because you got too much mucus. You got too much acid in the body, which has lowered your pH up under that seven. And if you're up under that number of perfection, that means that you're in trouble. Your body is full of acidity. So if you don't know, now you know. Give me a call, 248-790-8459. If you can't reach me there, call me on 810-588-1775. You got my email. It's AmericanUnityEL at gmail.com. Or you can Facebook me at Prince Ravana Miles Eel. Or you can hit me up on Instagram at Brother underscore E-L 
13 on Instagram, or you can even hit me up on um on Twitter at 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 uh Prince Ravana Miles Ill Care of Class of 2026. So you got multiple ways to get in touch with me to purchase your five gallon um artesian uh alkaline natural spring water with an 8.3 pH balance accompanied with um calcium, magnesium, potassium, and zinc. And the great thing is we didn't add it, it comes directly out of our artesian well. Our water is stored up under Earth's crust. You got raw water, so it comes right out of our artesian well into the bottle, into your body. We didn't add anything, man. Everything else is processed water, fluoride water, contaminated water, ocean water, river water. It's not even water. It's an illusion of water, so it's colorable. And that's a fact. That's not something I'm coming up with off the top of the head. No, that's a proven fact. So when you dig in deep into it, you will see it for yourself. Say, why, why am I drinking this? Because it must be something in the water. If we're going to continue to behave in such a way that's detrimental to our fucking livelihood. It is eradicating our future. It is putting our destiny and lives in the hands of people who have no interest in our ability to be successful in this world. And it's being done by our own people or by people who appear to be our own people. Right. They're not none of our people. In fact, if there are people, why are they not doing everything they can to make sure that we in the and, and, and using gyms and using weight rooms. Why are they not doing everything they can to restore a swimming pool, to restore, to restore all of our youth enrichment activities that a school district is supposed to be attached to? When we walk out to Lake Orion, they don't have any money issues. They got big swimming pools everywhere. When we walk out, when we go to Clarkston, to St. Mary's, and, 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 and to Waterfront, and all these other school districts, it's a beautiful facility, it's beautiful activities, it's beautiful services. Everything you need to be successful is there. What's wrong with Pontiac? And this is why it's so important to look at developing more vocational opportunities, right? We're talking about learning and developing skills, real-life skills that allows you to go out into technology industry, which is the biggest booming industry in the world right now, right? It shouldn't be an ITA. Everything around here should be an international technology academy, period. We got to start looking at other options. Here's an option that's not viable. The Pontiac School District is not a viable option for our children anymore. It's been so frustrating. It's been a, 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 a fucking fight every single time. I'm fighting with people who are supposed to be on my team. I'm fighting with people who took an undertaking, who made a pledge to ensure that my child, is, 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 the objective is met, student academic achievement. But what do we get? We get people going contrary to their words. They don't even have. Your word is supposed to be your bond. Their words are nothing. And I'm being honest. Their words are nothing. We spent hundreds and thousands of dollars over a seven-year period out our own pockets. We ain't talking about no grant dollars, right? In fact, I made sure, Brother Eel made sure, that the Flagstar grant money went exactly where they went was supposed to. Here's how I did it. I called. I was with PNC. This is what, how it happened. My good friend, Derek, who was a manager over there, um, he, he was so interested in me and, and what I had going on because I'm, I'm running money through the bank. That's why. <laughs> I mean, I got 60, 70, 80,000 in cash in a meeting, in a briefcase. 
So they could say whatever they want to say. When they were saying what they couldn't do, I went out and did it. I was like the Mike Bloomberg. I was like the Donald Trump because I had the, 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 the resources behind me to make it happen, right? And so this guy, Derek, at PNC, he was talking to me about my accounts and da-da-da-da-da. I was telling him about the work that I was doing in the community. And that's how I found out about the CRA dollars, about the Community Reinvestment Act funds. He called his people, his regional people. They came out and met with me and Chris Riley at my office. And um, we had the office um, from Frank Russell over um, the old Sarah Hall's office, right, over there off Orchard Lake. So they was able to come in, meet with me, was able to set the stuff up, and they were so amazed at our program. But we didn't quite have our ducks in a row. Well, actually, we did. Because um, we had a 501c3 through AAU and all this other stuff. So what they did was brought in the financial literacy because we had well over 200 kids. We had building space. We had the library. We had churches. We was booming. Um, so this was way before people start talking about Community Reinvestment Act funds, right? And the first year was relationship building. They came into the Sky the Limit program, helped me diversify that portfolio. We even opened up the first school bank. This was never done before. We even did a press conference, right? It was so amazing. Um, then we brought Flagstar in. How exactly did I bring Flagstar in again? Um, what work was we doing with Flagstar? I can't remember. Off the top of my head, but I ended up bumping into Flagstar, bringing Flagstar in. So fast forward the story. Um, it was a big announcement in the Oakland Press. And me and the mayor was really tight. We was really, really tight until they destroyed my property. They knocked my house down. That was number one fallout. Two, um, they stole all my ideas. That was another fallout. Three, they tried to silence me and the people when we was on a tour at the Dream Center because I chose to go live and and ask Ryan Russell and Pastor Sewell, who didn't like me initially, Sewell didn't like me and had me put out his church after inviting the public into the church for a public affair. He ended up putting me out all because I was Moorish American Muslim, and it was totally amazing. They were upset that I wasn't black, Negro, and in color. Um, and I actually pushed up on with their security and had me put out their facility. Um, this is all real facts for Brother L today. Um... And so I decided to, on the tour, we was talking about the where we was going to hold activities in the event that the millage would pass. And we wanted to see what was the alternative sites, the alternative plan, the long-term plan. And we was going on facility tours. And I was drilling Ryan Russell, and I was like, hey, the last time we had a program here, you shut the program down, and you had the Oakland County Sheriff Protection because you shut the program down due to fights breaking out. And this is Pontiac, where it's high property rates. It's, 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 it's frustrating. It's tight. You're missing dads. All the dads locked up in prison. You got um, uh, a high uh, mental ill or illiteracy rate in Pontiac. I mean, it's going to be a fight, right? And you guys shut our program down in the middle of the program because of fights and you had Oakland County Sheriff's. So my thing was, and drilling Ryan Russell and them was like, okay, so if we're going to bring money back over here for programming, are you going to shut it down uh, over a fight? And the mayor didn't like that. She'd be like, hey, you got to cut the camera off. Uh, Blase, like, what do you mean? Freedom of press, you can't do that. And we fell out. She was like, well, you got to leave if you're going to keep the camera. So I left, right? And I was, I was like, 
That's one of the reasons why we're not on the same page, because I was willing to challenge the status quo. I'm not a puppet. I'm not a tool. I'm not some colorable, I'm not Negro, black, and color. I'm Moorish American. I deal with love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. I'm an officer of the law, divine law, and we're the highest authority on the land. I'm a descendant of Moroccans and born in America. This is the Moroccan Empire. And I don't take this shit lightly, and I don't say that to be saying that I'm dead serious. This is facts. This is facts. All you got to do is go back to Obama in 2011 when he went to Cairo, Egypt, and gave a speech to the world about the Moorish, the Moroccan Empire, and our contributions and the debt of civilization to the Moroccan Empire. This is all facts. You can Google this stuff. And so... Um, I've been bucking, y'all, as y'all can see. And this is why I'm telling you, it, we got to kill it. We got to let the Pontiac School District die. They're, gonna, they're trying to push a millage now. And they haven't done anything that's responsible when it comes to our children. And this is my platform to be able to tell you the truth. And the truth of the matter is, enough is enough. How many more of our children, our sons and daughters, are we going to sacrifice I even stepped up to um, the sister, and I can't re quite remember her name, but I know she went up in the school district, and she, I mean the schools, and she had the high school students protesting, and she wasn't actually wrong, but the message was misconstrued. They were initially approached me and said cell phones and hoodies, and I was like, the issue is way far greater than that. I was talking about test scores. I was talking about the social behavior. I was talking about the issue at the administration level. I was talking about holding the school district, um, the school board accountable. I was talking about mobilizing the minds and, and, and not in blackness. I didn't want to mobile. I didn't want the people to protest in blackness, in ignorance. If we protest, if we're going to mobilize, let's mobilize in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Let's mobilize as American nationals. Let's mobilize in our proper capacity, appropriate persona sujura, which is a law term, which means appropriate persona means uh, 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 that you are acting um, in your proper person. See, y'all got to understand the game they play, right? For one, you're in mental slavery. You're still holding the last name, family name, the surname of the European slaveholders, the colonists, Right? And then you calling yourself black, which which means pale and referring to the paleo-whites, caveman, Neanderthal, the European descendants, the pilgrims who came over here looking for freedom. And we granted their request via the Treaty of Peace and Friendship, the 1728, between Morocco or the Moors and the Christian nations. And then they adopted the Constitution of the United, uh, the Constitution for the United States Republic of North America in 1787, and it was ratified in 1789. See, y'all got to remember this thing. Going all the way back to the Articles of Associations, Article of Confederations, the Declaration of Independence, when they had to give a pledge to the world to say, hey, we're going to abide by the rules and regulations. And that was the last time that they was known this Colonies, they went to being known as states under the rule of law. That all men, that we're going to hold these truths to be self-evident. All men are created free 
and endowed with certain rights by their creator, which we deem unalienable. Unalienable means it can never be taken away. Your, 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 your God-given rights or your Moorish American birthrights is your right to life, liberty, pursuit, happiness, your rights to bear arms, and that right shall never be a friend. That right to due process and that, and that right to due process shall never be a friend. That's under the civil law, the civil 